Welcome to Girl Power. We are the Bad and Bougie Boss Ladies on a phenomenal journey to help you discover your power, passion, and purpose at the convergence of love, romance, and finance. I'm your host, Kisi Monique, along with my co-host, Kertisha, Cherie, and Christian. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time for a half hour of girl power, empowered to be her. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share. Good morning and welcome to Girl Power. I'm your host, Kesey Monique, authoress, motivational and creative speaker, coach to women, mentor, and entrepreneur. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Tumblr. We've been on this journey discussing the elements surrounding the case with Shanquilla Robinson, and I am going to continue to ask for your continued prayers and emotional support of her family. Nancy Grace has now gotten involved, and she has some really good commentaries on her thoughts on the case. So I listened to a YouTuber this morning. She's a new YouTuber. Let's see. I'm going to get her name. Creative Abnormality. And I just want you to listen to this snippet of Nancy Grace. Did you find this video, Miss Robinson? Online. Someone sent the video to us online. Someone sent it to you? Yes. When the video, when the, the video probably was, I believe the video was out before Shanquilla actually had died because um, someone called me and told me before they even arrived back to Charlotte from North Carolina that they was over there fighting her. So I didn't know how true it was. So after she got back, after um, they got back, Shanquilla had passed, the video had surfaced on uh, Facebook and someone sent it to her to uh, my family start coming out the video start coming out that is a really big deal alexis terrestrial joining me crimeonline.com investigative reporter alexis is that correct and i'm going to follow up with you crispin about how i can prove it's correct i can't just blurt it out it's correct without knowing alexis is it possible these girlfriends post the video of Quella completely naked being beaten to her death in the bedroom before she's even pronounced dead? Yes, and that's what the timestamps and, and the information that has shown up on different websites and where the video has been seen shows that it was almost, almost like a, was not a live broadcast, but really in real time happening. It didn't show up weeks later. It, it showed up almost immediately. How can I prove that, Robert Crispin? So this is one of the reasons that the FBI is involved now, because they have a unit uh, at, called the uh, Extraterritorial Unit for Crimes when you get a request from foreign governments to help them uh, investigate cases yes. for crimes against U.S. citizens, which I'm sure you're very well aware of that. Uh, how we're going to prove this? Social media, it's all digital. And through subpoenas, we're going to get we're going to get IP addresses. We're going to get who owns the phone that sent that. We're going to get the accounts. We're going to get everything. And it's just going to slowly start to unwind on one, who owned the phone that shot that video, who posted that. And, and this case with that video is just probably the most key piece of evidence that any investigator wishes they had on so many other crimes. It's people just don't think. And social media has cleared so many crimes because people don't 
think and they want to brag about Can you fighters. believe that they were putting this up online? Gary Davidson, high-profile lawyer, joining us from um, his law firm, partner with Diaz Royce International Law. I'm going to get to you in just a second about extradition, but I want to talk to you about the phenomena of posting your crime online. What kind of a sick killer would do that? They're proud of it. They're posting it. It's a badge of honor. Well, they can tell that to Satan, because I'm pretty sure that's where they're headed. People who were present. Oh, no, they all need to go to trial. I don't need them as witnesses, but I've got this video. And don't you know, Gary Davison, if they're stupid enough to post the video, then they have been exchanging emails and texts and snaps all this time. I cannot wait to get my hands on all their communications post-murder. Okay, so since you've heard from a person who is an expert in this field, I would like to know your thoughts on this. But on the other side of this, I want to dig a little bit deeper into the elements of social media and paper trails and how these things can hold up in court. I was a case manager for many, many years. And one of the first things I learned in case management is if it isn't in black and white, then it didn't happen. If you do not have proof, then there's no way to discuss it in court. It is considered what's called hearsay. The situation with the Shanquella Robinson case is that there are so many layers of evidence surrounding the situation. In listening to the video from this young lady's YouTube channel, she discussed an issue where they anticipate that it is one person over another who leaked the video. So someone named Elise over Winner Donovan. Allegedly, Winner Donovan was the person who initially released it. It was also said that Dejanae Jackson could have possibly released it, but I couldn't understand how that person could release it if they were the person who was fighting. Nonetheless, according to timestamps, this was done in real time and released to social media shortly after it was recorded. The issue is it was released to her family shortly after it was recorded. According to Mrs. Robinson, she inquired about the elements surrounding this fight and shortly thereafter, her family started getting the video as well. Here's my problem. People do not think. And by all means, I am not going to ever tell someone to break the law. But what I am going to do is tell you to consider what is before you. Now, one thing I do know, penal codes and ordinances are available online. If you really think you're going to commit a crime, research that so you can see exactly what you're up against. And I know it sounds stupid. I was, I've been told several times it sounds stupid, but after the crime is committed, you know what I tell the people who have to sit in front of me? I open up the statute and say, did you know this? No. Did you research this? No. It's right there in black and white. You can see what you're up against. If you commit a crime or anticipating on committing a crime, it's right there. They're going to catch you some kind of way you're going to get caught. Now, here's what I want to discuss in detail, and I'm not going to keep you long, but this is what I want you to understand. The video, solid proof. The second video, solid 
proof. I've heard there's a third video, but I have not seen it, but it's all solid proof. Nancy Grace mentions something. She said that she knows there's emails that have been communicated back and forth. Let me tell you something. Everything that you do on social media, the computer, whatever, they can literally trace it back to your address. I'm not telling you what someone told me. I'm telling you what I know. I read files often that come through my office where detectives, forensic specialists, whoever is in law enforcement can gain access to this by getting a judge to sign off on an order for it to go to Google, Facebook, Instagram, any form of social media, all the way to the cable companies to your IP address. The IP address is attached to your home address. Guess what? They can come knock on your door. There is a trace of you some kind of way throughout this world. You can run, but you're not going to be able to hide for very long. My point in case is think about your actions. If you have some form of anger, envy, strife, contention, hatred towards another individual, walk the hell away. Crime does not pay. They used to say that back in the 80s. Crime does not pay. It doesn't. It's going to get you in a place that you really don't want to be in. And in most cases, when it comes to a death, you already know what you're facing. So not only did the Cabo 6 get involved in the brutal attack and beating and demise of this young lady, they left her there. You never leave the scene of a crime because now that makes everybody involved, really involved. No one stopped it. No one reported it. Yeah, y'all called the doctor, but then y'all lied. It was so many things going on. So we haven't heard a lot about the cases of right now because the FBI is now involved. But here's my takeaway that I want you to see and I want you to put into practice. If you are a person who is threatening someone, communicating in a hostile format, if you have any type of toxicity towards this person or whatever, consider removing yourself from the situation. I know some people don't want to look like a quote unquote punk or they punked me or I ain't this or I whatever. Listen, at the end of the day, you walk away with your freedom and your dignity. That's what counts. It was not worth it to take this young lady's life, especially since she was open-heartedly still their friend. They just weren't friends to her. Ladies and gentlemen, please, I urge you to really consider what is before you when you are choosing friends. It is okay to walk away. And I wish that I had a moment to talk to Shanquilla because I would have let her know these are monsters and they are not your friends. No one should ever call themselves your friends and then turn around and attack you in any manner. Even if you walk away with your life, those are not your friends. People deal with your issues. Deal with it. I get it. It's a lot going on in this world. You're angry. You're angry about a broken relationship. The relationship could be broken because of things that your parents did, things your grandparents did, uncles, aunties, cousins. They may have rejected you along the way. You may not have had the best childhood. You may not have had friends who you can call friends today. You might be rejected in the workplace. I don't know. But there are over 8 billion people on this planet. Somebody is there for you. You just have to weed them out and 
find them. Doing stuff like this is not going to get you in a happy place. It's a loss for everyone. So many people that I've read comments on who is following this case, even if they have no updates on the case, I've seen where hundreds of people are commenting that they feel like this young lady was part of their family. They feel like they want to cry. Like it's a very emotional situation. So what I'm saying is, in essence, of course, we're not related to her, but we all feel some kind of way because of what happened to her. So I plead with you to please keep her family lifted up in prayer. Please keep her mom and dad lifted up. This is their first year without their baby girl. You have to think when a life is taken, it's not just that life. You've taken from that family. You've taken from the community. You've taken yourself from your family, meaning the person who committed the crime or crimes. It's a loss for everybody. It's a whole lose-lose situation. Folks, do your best. Do your best to not allow snakes in your camp. Remember, I've said multiple times, snakes are possessing bodies. They're walking around staring you dead in your face. Yeah, snakes are definitely the little slithery critters that crawl around on the ground and up walls and all that. But they're walking around. The spirit of a snake is walking around in bodies. See it for what it is. Don't run from it. Don't hide from it. Folks, we do not want more Shanquilla Robinson stories. This is a very difficult thing for our nation, a very difficult thing for her community, and ultimately a very very difficult thing for her, her mom and dad, and those who loved her most. I urge you, please cut them off. You have to allow that to be okay. You have to. I don't know why her heart was so big. I don't even know why my heart is so big, but I know the the pain of trusting someone who has betrayed you. I know the pain of loving them and they will still never measure up to be the one that you need them to be to reciprocate that same type of love. It's a lonely road. I get it. I know personally. It's a lonely road and it's hard to deal with sometimes, especially knowing everyone can't elevate with you. You want to take them to the top, but everybody's not ready when you're ready. I seriously wish I had an opportunity to talk to Shanquilla before all of this, because I would have told her, sweet lady, do not buy nothing, do not treat anyone to, and do not allow yourself to be taken by these monsters. I would have told her that. The thing is, everybody has something in them that could be a Shanquilla Robinson, meaning there are things that's within you that are great, phenomenal. And again, I tell you, I've done some investigative research myself and I won't stop saying it. She was a baddie. She was good at what she did. We all possess that. But what I need everybody to start possessing is the spirit of discernment, the spirit of boldness, confidence, and the spirit to see red flags and act upon it. Don't allow it to stay in your life. I don't know why this sweet lady loved these people like she did. I know I've been there. I've had my life threatened by a family member who dated three different guys. And actually, the family member didn't directly threaten me. But she had these three boyfriends threaten me to take my life. And everyone seems to think that I'm the strange one for not allowing her back in my life. So when I tell you I've been there, trust me, I've been there. 
The one thing I say, and I've told this to my husband, I never would have thought that me and this particular family member would have been in this kind of space. And oddly, folks, if it were you who threatened me or a loved one of yours or your paramour or whatever would have threatened me, her father would have said, oh no, those are not your friends. You need to leave them alone. But when it came to her, it was, well, you know, you guys are first cousins and you know, y'all, y'all need to get back to where you were. Really? So it makes a difference because that's your daughter. But the same person or a person walking the street, shall I say, can come along and do the same thing and you'll have something negative to say about them. You should have something negative to say about both of them. It doesn't matter that it's your daughter. I don't care. Because if that person would have succeeded or one of those three would have succeeded, that means I wouldn't be here to tell you. That means I wouldn't have been here to see all of the good and bad through people that I love. And I wouldn't have been able to support them through all of their efforts and vice versa. So what I'm saying to you is real. See it for what it is. I never wanted to cut my cousin off, but guess what? She's toxic. I never wanted to cut my stepmother off, but guess what? She's toxic. But these are people that I loved who did not reciprocate, i.e. the situation with Shanquilla. You know what they reciprocated? Hatred. They reciprocated hatred. Hatred. There's a passage in the Bible in Psalms 35 and 13 that says, but as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting and I prayed with a head that bowed unto my own chest. Sackcloth is a representation of mourning. So that person, David, clothed himself with sackcloth when those that he loved were afflicted. Folks, if someone returns stone to you for bread, let them go. You're mourning for them and they're glorifying themselves over you. They can't even come to your level to even say, I'm there for you. I got your back. We're in this together. You can be in it together with them, but they can't be in it together with you. Listen, I really need you to hear my plea on this. Do not allow yourself to be clothed with mourning for someone who will not mourn for you. Do you honestly think these people are crying because this girl is deceased? Oh, let me enlighten you on this last piece. Elise had just lost her sister to a brutal murder the day that they left or the day before that they left to go to Cabo San Lucas. How is it that you find it that you can leave your family side after your sister was brutally murdered? Folks, I'm going to leave you with that question mark. I'll be back next week. But in the meantime, think about that. Who are you mourning for? Who are you grieving for? And they've done you so dirty. You need to develop the strength to let them go. I know it sounds harsh and horrible. And I've even had a friend tell me I'm not mean like you. It's not even about being mean, but it's about protecting your inner peace, protecting your physical peace, protecting your body, your mind from toxicity, from the drama that leads to this type of stuff. It's okay to let them go. I don't care what level of relationship it is. It is okay. Develop the muscle. Ask God for strength. Ask him to order your steps, to break strongholds, to remove the snake from your camp. Some of you may have several snakes. Whatever the case may be, ask God to remove those things from your camp. 
And while he's removing, you are to close the door. There's there's work for you to do too. You can't just say, oh God, remove it, remove it. And you're still leaving the door open. Can't do that. Oh God, oh God, please deliver me. And you keep running back to it. So this is where you have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind every day. Sometimes several times a day. We'll get into that later, Mr. and Mrs. Robinson. If you can hear me, our prayers are still with you. We're praying for justice and we're going to fight this thing to the end. Now, don't forget, you guys, check the description box. There's a link there for you to purchase the items that I've created for Shanquilla Robinson to support her family in the fight for justice. For those of you who have already supported, I want to thank you and we are going to continue to move forward on this. Until next time, rock your girl power. Stand in your power. Pursue your passion and define your purpose. And as always, keep it pretty and pink.